As a kid, I loved planetariums. You know, when you go into the big domed room and they shine the stars on the ceiling and point out the planets, constellations, and galaxies. When I would leave, I would always feel a little small, but in a good way. The universe is so vast and such an amazing place with still so many secrets. Which is why I love the first line of today's first reading. Before the Lord, the whole universe is as a grain from a balance. God is God. God is perfect in and of himself. As a trinity of persons, he is a community of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, who is outside of time and space, for whom the universe is but a grain from a balance, who is love, wanted to share that love with the creature who had the capacity to receive his love and love him back. Thus he created humanity. The whole universe was created to give humanity a place in time to exist. That star that is a billions of light years away was created for us. As I have said before, for those nerds out there, the universe is also for any other intelligent creatures that God has given a rational soul with a free will. Wisdom chapter 11 goes on to say that God loves all that he has created. For if he hated it, he would not have created it. That would include cockroaches, mosquitoes, Asian beetles, and gnats. Um, so God and I might have a few disagreements, but we'll maybe talk about that another time. The next line is interesting. Quote, how could a thing remain unless you willed it or be preserved had it not been called forth by you? As Catholic Christians, we believe that God didn't just create the universe and let it go, like kind of like a watchmaker. He, his love, sustains every part, every existence of every part of the universe, including you and me. If God stopped thinking about us and loving us, we would cease to exist. God is constantly creating and sustaining the things of the universe. He loves us and is crazy in love with each one of us. As I have said many times, St. Thomas Aquinas defined love as willing the good of the other. God loves us and wills our good. And since we are fallen human beings, because we sin, God has mercy on us. He is willing to overlook our sins so that we may repent. Our first reading this morning ends with, Therefore you rebuke offenders little by little, warn them and remind them of the sins they are committing that they may abandon their wickedness and believe in you, O Lord. Sometimes we, like the apostles, we want God to smite people, to throw down fire from heaven. But this is not how God usually works. He usually gently rebukes sinners little by little. He gently corrects us sinners so that we may abandon our wickedness and believe in him. We see this happen in dramatic fashion in our gospel. Today we have the familiar story of Zacchaeus. If you're wondering, the tree is still there. If you go to Jericho in the Holy Land in Israel, you can still see the tree that Zacchaeus climbed to see Jesus. Zacchaeus is not just a tax collector, but he is a chief tax collector. Last week I said tax collectors stole money from their fellow Jews while collecting taxes for the Roman government. As you may imagine, this made them unpopular people. 
Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. So he had been stealing money, swindling money from his fellow Jews for a long time. In the process, he had become quite wealthy. St. Luke recalls that Zacchaeus was short, so Zacchaeus climbs a tree so that he can have a better look at this preacher everyone was talking about. When Jesus reaches the tree Zacchaeus has climbed, he stops and says, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. Zacchaeus comes down quickly, and St. Luke says he received Jesus with joy. Zacchaeus then tells Jesus that he is going to give half of his money to the poor, and everyone he has extorted, which is probably everyone, he will repay four times over. This is a massive change of heart. Zacchaeus, this man who obviously loved money and riches, was going to give everything away. Four times over is a lot. Zacchaeus was going to be, was about to become poor. Not that this is a rag on being wealthy. Jesus in other places has revealed that wealth is okay. We just need to make sure that our own wealth, that we own our wealth and our wealth doesn't own us. Are we generous with our wealth and do we use it to better the lives of those around us? The emphasis here is instead on conversion. Zacchaeus started out just wanting to see Jesus, so he climbed a tree. Jesus uses this little opening, this little opening of Zacchaeus' heart, and invites himself over to Zacchaeus' house. And by a house, we can also say Zacchaeus' heart. Jesus uses this little opening to flood Zacchaeus' heart with grace and mercy. And then Zacchaeus has his conversion, giving everything away. And this is how conversion happens. We give God an inch and he will take a mile. God loves us and wants, us to, free, wants to free us uh, so that we can turn away from sin and back to him. Even so, even after conversion, we often take our lives back and sin again. This is where we can take comfort from the first reading. God rebukes us little by little so we can eventually abandon our wickedness. Our God overlooks our sins so that we may repent. The church is not a place for saints. The church is a place for sinners striving to become saints. It is easy for the thought to come to us, why is that person at Mass? I know what they did this past week. I know that they are living in sin. Why are they here? They are here because coming to Mass is their tree. They are giving God an opening, maybe a very small opening. God will use this opening to bring about conversion, maybe at an agonizingly slow pace, but He will. And this is true not just for the bad person in the pew, but for each one of us. If we give God an opening, He will quickly or slowly convert, transform us into saints. We may or may not be physical descendants of Abraham, but if we open our hearts to Christ, we are spiritual descendants. Today, salvation has come to this house, has come to this soul. May this be true of each one of us. And if you feel lost, Jesus is here to save you. Just give him an inch and he will take a mile. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. We are all sinners called to become saints. 
We all need conversion. We all need saving. We all need Jesus Christ. May we travel this road to St. Hildad against each other, but together 